0: This is a Founding Media podcast. Welcome to the Packing Taste Podcast. I'm your host, Axel Brave. Our guest today is probably a name you've seen on the side of a fuel pump or your voting ballot. So, what does Sid Miller, the Texas Agricultural Commissioner, have to do with the packaged food industry? Well, if you've ever seen the Texan logo on the side of your favorite salsa, granola bar, or even chimichurri, Sid is the guy who oversees the whole program. I dug into the importance of the program and how small business owners like myself can get involved and gain access to much larger audiences in Texas and around the world. I'm glad I had the chance to chat with the commissioner, and hopefully our discussion can shed some light on how to get more involved. Welcome to the show, Sid. It's good to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, uh, you and your team coming in today. Um, <clears throat> always been a fan since I'm, I started learning what the TDA was and becoming a member of the Go Texan program, which is kind of why I wanted you here today. Um, obviously, being in uh, the consumer packaged food side of things, you guys have helped me out a lot. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear a little bit more about yourself, where you were raised. um and then kind of go into why you decided to do politics and agriculture okay so. well i'm a eighth generation farmer and rancher my
1: family came to the united states in 1700 we've been farming and ranching er- ever since if we have a couple more good years we might get the place paid for hopefully yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but i have uh my education is in agriculture vocational agriculture from tarleton state university when where i became a, actually an ag teacher so I got to work, you know, with FFA and 4-H, and I learned real fast that the greatest natural resource we have in this state is our youth. And those two organizations where we train most of our leaders. So we put a big emphasis on the FFA and, and 4-H at the Texas Department of Agriculture because one in seven jobs in this state are somehow related to agriculture. And we're going to need the younger generation to come along to grow a food, fiber, and fuel for us.
0: Yeah and i i just did a couple events at the rodeo the houston rodeo and there was a huge banner out there that had like seven different statistics on how agriculture impacts every texan oh yeah like the cattle industry like one in seven jobs it's 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 quite astonishing how big it is and how much we don't notice it but i guess being what what university did you say it was? Charleston State University, Charleston better state. part of the A and M system. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess you <clears throat> you were around agriculture all your life with the farming, with university, and did you immediately know like I want to I want to help bring this to life and and be more a part of this and on a state level, federal level, like what you mean? Like how did, how did I get. St- Started in politics from agriculture, it's kind yeah. Of not
1: not the normal. What, what not did, the normal fix? Most everybody in the legislature either lawyers or rich, and I'm neither one. Yeah, yeah. So well, I didn't quite fit the mold.
0: Yeah. Or what? <laughs> why didn't like? Why didn't you start a restaurant if you liked agriculture? You know, yeah. like why?
1: True. Well, you know, to, to this day I still make my living off the land. I raise, mm-hmm. you know, cattle, commercial cattle, uh, horses, and grow various crops. So actually, I got started. Uh, wasn't in, it? It was on the local level, uh, serving on the. Got to the, to the uh, local elected school board, local ISD, started okay. there. And from that, I really had no plans to run for a, a state representative or a statewide office. I was actually recruited to run against the incumbent uh, Democrat. Uh, I didn't know I didn't have a chance, but no one told me that. So. <laughs> a Republican hadn't held that seat since Reconstruction after the Civil War. Okay. So anyway, uh, obviously I was successful, ended up serving— 12 years in the texas house of representatives where i chaired the uh agriculture and livestock committee which actually has oversight of uh, the agency that i'm now running also chaired was chair of the republican caucus and chaired uh interesting committee called homeland security and public safety where i had oversight over the dps texas
0: rangers and securing the texas border oh okay yeah texas rangers i know heard about them. Good guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um if they're on your side. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Good thing I'm Texan. Um so, can you can you tell us a little bit more about what the Texas Department of Agriculture oversees cuz I don't think people are fully aware of how much that touches everyone's lives. Okay. Well, we do a, we actually have over
1: 130 statutory functions that we're to perform for the st- for the state of Texas that's put in law. Mm-hmm. Okay, So everybody knows we're all about cows and plows and sows, right? But we're, we're a lot more than that. Yeah. So we're the consumer protection agency for the state. So we're the people that look, look out, you know that's got your back. So within that division or there's many divisions, but one is weights and measures. So we oversee the, the sale in, of uh, fuel, 400,000 fuel pumps in the state. Uh, we reorganized that under my leadership our inspectors are now driving 750,000 miles less getting 40 to 60% more done and i eliminated 19 positions because we're running it like a business now also you know and you know you can see the consumer information sticker if you ever want to get a hold of me i'm easy to find my phone number and emails on every one of those pumps across the state yes it is i've seen it so uh, scales we do scales you think well yeah those are at the deli counter in the grocery store where i check out and they weigh the produce that's true. But there, we also do pawn shops that buy gold, mm-hmm. tobacco shops, uh, pharmacies, mail houses, every Starbucks in the state. There's almost as many of those as our gas pumps. Yeah. And I, uh, we actually uh, inspect ping pong balls, believe that or not. Yeah. Wow. We're the ping pong ball inspectors yeah. for
0: the Texas lottery. Well, yeah, we need those. We need those. <laughs> um, what, 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 a term that strikes me is the uh, consumer protection that yeah. sounds like a good synonym to what the TDA does it right is. that's it, it you guys try to make sure products we buy or use or services we use um, that those companies have the consumers interest in mind that's right to make we, sure we we've got the it. consumer p- p-
1: side of it we uh, run the nutrition programs for the state and federal government I'm responsible for five million school meals each day that's yeah. our single biggest um, program you know that, that the agency is actually a six billion dollar program uh, agency. That mm-hmm. means our budget is larger than the budget of 31 governors, mm-hmm. so it's not a not a small agency. Yeah. Uh, we uh, well,
0: everything's bigger here in Texas. Oh yeah, right? absolutely, so absolutely. There you go.
1: So we uh, run the pesticide program. We uh, provide biosecurity for the state. We pull trailer trucks over and go through and make sure there's no hazards in it, no in, invasive species, no insects that for, forbidden uh, et cetera, like that. Yeah. So, uh, if you ever wondered, you know, who checks, make sure that our timber industry isn't destroyed by some burrowing insect, that'd be us.
0: Yeah. Okay. And the, so, so w- one of the questions I wanted to ask you was how, are there unique ways that the TDA, uh, the Department of Agriculture supports small businesses in Texas? Cause obviously, we have a lot of gas here. You guys make sure that, like you said, the measurements and the units there are, are all accurate. But what about small business, farmers, manufacturers, restaurants? Um, do you know if there's a direct correlation between the TDA and, and supporting those? We, we, this year we're celebrating our 20th year
1: of our, our marketing program, and that's where we interact with uh, businesses across the state. It's called the Go Texan program. That's the, that's the logo right, right there. Uh, you'll see that, and you go to the grocery store on a lot of products. I know you have you have it on your products, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's a branded product. So the program has been very, very successful. It's kind of originally uh, set up to help uh, small startups. Uh, we may help you get into HEB or Kroger's or show you how to get it on Amazon, those kind of things. Uh, I soon learned, as being commissioner and traveling around the globe, that uh, – Everybody loves to do business with Texas. You know, Texan, this, the hat and the accent and the bu- belt buckle and the boots and, you know, just something about Texas that's special. I mean, and we know it. I mean, you know, they yeah. say we kind of have a little swagger, you know. I yeah, think, we do. You know, George Bush said that's just walking in Texas. Yeah. So I, I kind of agree with him. And, they, you know, they say you can always tell a Texan, right? Yeah. You, just, you just can't tell us much. We already yeah. know it all. So I sat down with my staff. And I said, you know, we can do a lot better with this Go Texan program. I want to in, uh, institute a global outreach initiative. So mm-hmm. me or somebody on my staff was on every continent on the globe the first 12 months of my office. It's been very, very successful. Every dollar we spend, we bring back about $60. it has been so successful that I've opened a uh, Texas Department of Agriculture office in Argentina. Uh, Central, okay. and, Central and South America has been very, very good for us. Uh, animal genetics, uh, embryos, semen, uh, breeding stock, things like mm-hmm. that. So they're... They're in the process of upgrading their livestock herds down there. Yeah, uh, we have. If you want to export, maybe you don't have enough product to send a whole container to China or to Dubai or somewhere we're we're selling. So we have a preferred export company that handles that will handle your product. It's called McLean Global. And they'll rep your product when they travel Europe or, or the uh, Asia or, or wherever. So that's been very successful for our, our people that want to sell outside the United yeah. States. And, and you guys offer grants for export t- like exports, we, right? I'm actually uh, president of an of a organization called the Southern United States Trade Association. And okay. through that trade association if you want to go with us to to germany or dubai or somewhere to uh, you know to get your product in in front of a a, a different market uh, we will reimburse you for up to half your cost so yeah. we do have money for that and we utilize that we're, we're stepping that up uh so that that's been a great program and we have a
0: couple of other grants too that we can help get you there and get you in front of the buyers yeah and so th- you said the Go Texan program started about 20 years ago? 20 years ago. Okay, and since then it's just completely evolved into this globalization style of like... Four years ago, we, we, years o- ago. we opened the, the uh, global outreach where we were going
1: beyond the borders of the United States. Most of the marketing was here in the state, but then with, you know, the Internet came on, you, yeah. you know, since then. So now, you know, we, we have them with their Internet uh, marketing too, but... This is a new whole new program
0: where we're doing the international markets. Yeah, so to to take a step back, I heard about the Go Texan program a little like a little over two years ago. Um, I had one of my mentors who let me make my sauce in his facility, and he brings me to his office one day. He's like, "Are you a Go Texan member?" I'm like, "No, I don't know what that is, let alone like this the first hundred jars I've ever made." He, he's like. He's like, go to this website, become a Go Texan member, and it's going to be the best hundred dollars you've ever spent. <laughs> and and what that hundred dollars has gotten me so far, has gotten me into uh, ten central markets and soon to be one hundred and twenty HEB stores. There you go. Uh, literally, success story, uh,
1: folks. Right, right here. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and and at first, I get the thing, and I'm like, oh, this is just the logo, so people know that, my, you know, it's my a, company's Texan.
1: Texas proud, yeah.
0: But. Not only that, it it opened up my company to this huge network of of uh, information and people, so I started finding co-packers that I didn't even know what a co-packer was when I started there you this. Go. Um, it connected me with manufacturers, with suppliers, and it kind of gave me this this uh, base to like ask anyone from the TDA any like crazy questions about you know, retailers, HEBs. But you guys not only do uh, consumer packaged food brands, you guys, like a restaurant, can be Go Texan, right? We have a wide array of, of, of Go Texan members and programs.
1: We have a uh, Go Texan certified retirement community. Yeah, where, where your city or town can get certified Go Texans. Very ri- less than four percent of the cities in, in Texas can actually meet that standard. So mm-hmm. it's it's pretty pretty rigid goal there. We have certified uh, Go Texan farmers markets.
0: Yes, uh, we, yes. we do that.
1: Uh, we have certified Go Texan restaurants. Uh, since I became commissioner, I've opened it up to other entities that not. Necessarily, ag culture. We don't limit it anymore just to ag culture. I have an aerospace company. Yeah. Uh, Gulf States Toyota. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a biomedical uh, company. So you know, we're kind of,
0: kind of the unofficial chamber of commerce for the state of Texas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so for for those small food brands that my colleagues, people I work with, what can you tell them what it takes to become a Go Texan? Other than the hundred dollars, you know, the hundred dollar investment I made, but what makes someone a Go Texan member? Do they do they have to have 50% of their business in Texas like what ex- well it's you know kind of pitch which
1: category you you fall into if uh, we talk about the the food right. manufacturing the, yeah. category so the best way to do that because I'm not the detail person okay yeah. i'm the big picture yeah guy. yeah yeah let's talk but big I, picture I, I, I would recommend you go to the gotexan.org, go to the website and find you can you can join for 100 bucks mm-hmm. now if you want a little more than that you there's there's different levels mm-hmm. okay and then services you get with that and like, if you're a big corporation, you know, uh, we will tailor make you your own membership plan according to what what you need. So just like I mentioned, McLean Global, our export company, they don't really make anything, Texas. They don't really didn't fit. Couldn't couldn't join. Yeah. So I send my people. and said, "All right, we need these. They, they can be a huge asset to us to get into these foreign markets." So we tailor made a membership to just fit that category.
0: Yeah. Okay. And um. But, but on the website, at least, not, not only does it offer, you know, the network of everyone who's a member, but on the website, I even printed something out like the food product development tips, which essentially lists how to begin a food manufacturing brand. Perfect. There's a business plan, register with the state, acquire tax ID number, receive UPC code, yada, yada, yada. And it's this beautiful, like, five-page packet that... Because there's so many manufacturers here and so much, so many people in agriculture, it's awesome to have a packet that shows you or kind of guides you into starting a brand. So, how long would it would have taken you to get to that point if you hadn't had these guidelines from the Go Texan program? Um, it, would, would it save you any time? It, you know, it wouldn't. If I had this, I, it took me a while to realize that you guys had this. So it was a little messy at first because you know it's like, oh, okay, I do need a UPC. Oh wait, wait, wait! But I do need someone to manufacture it. Uh, but does it need to be certified? And once you go to the Go Texan site, you realize like, oh, the answers are all on here, and I, cu- I could have could have saved me a couple weeks of work um, if I hadn't read this before. But it's th- there's there's a lot of beautiful resources out there, and um, I every guest I've had on here, we talk about the hosp like the kindness that. Uh, Texans have yeah, with one another, yeah. and how everyone's pretty helpful, and I see a lot of that in the Go Texan program. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what? Um, what you, you've said. Can you list again the organizations Go Texan works with? Because my understanding was solely with food, but you guys help everybody in farming and gas. What What are some other organizations? We, you know, we we will. You know, work
1: with anybody that wants to be a Go Texan member. That's, that's a Texas company that, mm-hmm. that can meet meet our standards. Uh, you know, whether it be food products or, or you know, denim shirts or mm-hmm. w- whatever it is, we do reach out in a lot a lot of different ways. Uh, one of our big projects of the year is the State Fair of Texas, where we have a twenty thousand square foot Go Texan pavilion. Mm-hmm we set up a general store which you have your products in where people can come I've in and in there yeah and uh, so you you know all about it and and that's a chance for you to get up and do live taste demonstrations things like that so that that goes on for about 3 weeks yeah uh, we also do the same thing not on a 20,000 foot uh, yeah. scale but at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo the San Antonio Stock Show uh, San Angelo uh Houston's a big one for us. Yeah. But we have a Go Texan member booth where you can come in, maybe one day, maybe two days. You want to give out samples to the public. Uh, we go all over the state to all you know, Rio's Mercedes down it down in the valley. Yeah. So we're a lot of places doing a lot of things to promote uh, our Go Texan members and the products.
0: Yeah, and and to give you listeners an idea of what that means, um, so Go Texan would send you an email a couple weeks prior, a couple month uh, months prior to. the the State Fair or the Houston Rodeo or Dallas Rodeo, what have you, or even other events going on, and they offer you discounted rates and at least, you know, just being part of that email list, you're informed of what's going on, where other consumers in Texas or Texans are going to be at. So, for example, I get an email from Go Texan saying Central Market, which is a beautiful um, um, re- food retailer here. I get an email before a lot of the other customers saying, hey, GoTexan has a discount to have a booth here. And I got that email from GoTexan six months into doing this and got invited by Central Market to the show. So GoTexan go, go opened that door open for Opened that me. door for you. It's um, perfect. Well, it should work. Yeah, exactly. Um, everyone helping each other out. And for the rodeos, for example, um, my first year, I, go Texan send me sends me another email like, hey, sign up for the rodeo. I think it's a hundred bucks a day, and there's literally thousands of people stopping at your booth and everyone is just having a blast there. So everyone is buying your product, everyone is like giving you honest, good, respectful feedback, which I really liked. Um and I did the rodeo in Dallas and Austin and, and Houston and it was just a blast. But being a Go Texan member allowed me to get those emails and get those calls saying, Come on down, let's let let's have some fun with all the other Texans. You know,
1: one thing I did I didn't mention but and that's, you know, that's a neat thing that we can do that we go in and we lease up a big space. Yeah. And, you know, f- for you or any other small business, maybe leasing up a space, paying their, you know, $15,000 a booth and we can't do and, that. and staffing it for 3 weeks straight is kind of tough. Yeah. But you can say, "Hey, give me a Wednesday." Uh, you know, and I'll be down mm. there and you can take it one day and get your product out there and get a get a feel for the public. One thing that's, that's really unique, I don't know anyone else that's doing this, but we have a Go Texan presence at NASCAR. Okay. So we, we have a NASCAR uh, truck, the truck series, AM racing. Uh, Austin Self is our driver. The, the whole back trunk lid is the Go Texan logo. Across the uh, tail of it says, don't mess with Texas. <laughs> so uh, let's say... You maybe maybe this probably not true. Maybe, I don't know. Let's say your target market is, is the people that follow NASCAR. Sure. Well, you know, to sponsor a whole car and a racing team, you know, that's big bucks. Mm-hmm. Big, big bucks. But as a go Texan member, now you have the opportunity to get a s six by six spot on that car yeah. to advertise, you know, Black's barbecue and Lockhart, Texas or whatever. So everything on the car is go Texan. Mm-hmm. And you can you you can be part of the NASCARs and you can use that in your marketing and to the and you know get get inside to all of their the people that that follow that industry. So it's it's kind of unique. No one's ever really done so. We try to think outside the box. Yeah. And uh, we, we come up with
0: some pretty good ideas every now and then. No, I, I I totally agree. And going back to your point of like the booth space at the rodeo, like a small brand, small food brands can't afford a fifteen thousand dollar slot, let alone cover it for three weeks straight, but you guys provide that opportunity for, you know, the hundred brands that were there to come in on a Wednesday or on a Saturday and be able to show off their kick-ass product for, the, for that day. Yeah, and, sure. and, like... A lot of I, people
1: can, can do one or two days. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I just... I, I, It's hard to... I, As of now, I can't think of any other organizations that have allowed me to do something like that. So, I don't know, just becoming a member has opened up many doors. And the same thing... The same story from Central Market that I had experienced is the same story with H E B, where I got an email from Go and saying, "Oh, H E B is having their their annual like showcase. Come on down." And I'm thinking in my head like, "Well, H E B, they don't. It's not my clientele, but you know, I'll, I'll go down there. It's Texas, you know." And it all just like started unraveling. It was it, it was very beautiful. Um, okay, so can you tell us a little bit? Do you know how uh, members can sign up? Is it a simple, just for the the listeners out there, do they? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty website, easy. Right?
1: Just go to the website, go org, or, or you can go to texasagculture.gov, and then there's a link to get there. Yeah. So if you forget, you know, so. Yeah,
0: and I yeah, think. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's, not, it's not a, you know, we, we've kind of pride ourselves on being simple, and we try not to move at the speed of government at the Texas Department of yeah. Agriculture. We try to move a little faster and be a little more nimble than that. And we, yeah. we're, we're, we're still working on it, but we've gotten a lot better at it.
0: Yeah, and I, I think if I remember, I haven't done the application in a while, but I think it's like a four-page application. Ask, like, how much of your business is done in Texas, um, which as a small brand, everybody's business here is mainly done in Texas. Um, and. <laughs> Like you said, there's different tiers, different levels of signing up, and it's either hundred bucks or whatever the other tiers. But let uh, I me mean, let me just qualify this. So there's some things we don't let in. Okay,
1: it has to be te- yeah. it has to be Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can't get uh, uh, peach jam made in Georgia, bring it over here and sell it in the Go Texan Pro. Uh-huh. That ain't happening. No, no, no. No, you got to be a Texan, baby. You got to be real Texan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we might let you blend half and half. Mm-hmm. We we do some of that with our wine people, you know. Of it course, has to be yeah. 75%, but, you know, sometimes you have a crop failure. We mm-hmm. still don't have enough, produce enough grapes to supply our, yeah. our, our wineries, so we make some concessions occasionally. You know, we, we'll try to tailor-make it to fit your need.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think you guys do a, a good job with that, because for example, my jars aren't made in Texas. They come from wherever they come from, but my team is here. Uh, we source a lot of our uh, ingredients from here. I, I work. My labels come from here, like it, well, one thing I noticed is that I work only with Texas businesses when it comes to manufacturing sure and it was great very, we yeah, appreciate that yeah, yeah very cool hopefully very,
1: some of those businesses that you trade with are Go Texan
0: members I yeah hope. yeah I think all of them I, I don't <laughs> think I kind of keep it in the family yeah you know? yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've worked with uh, a lot of people that aren't Go Texan members not because I don't want to but because everyone is a Go Texan member and it's just like I don't know it's joining this really awesome club I, it, it's kind of hard to describe um okay well some of I guess to wrap up a little bit um, what are some of the big projects that you guys have going on for uh, the food industry and the agriculture industry I don't have anything in mind but I wanted to ask that question well
1: I, th- I think the, the number one topic on everybody's mind is is a is a hemp infused products the CBD all so oh, it's it's, it's, yes. it's illegal in the federal government re- move the restrictions on growing hemp
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically left it up to the states mm-hmm. well in the state of Texas it's still a forbidden substance mm-hmm. you know so we've got to, we're working with the legislature we you know I'm, I support that I, you know I want the farm to have every tool possible for, for him to make a profit uh, yeah. hemp is very profitable uh, so we're working that through the legislature hopefully we won't have it any fixed we won't be able to plant it this spring it's not going to okay. happen we don't even have the federal guidelines we won't have those till fall October yeah. or November. So if the legislature will do their job, open that up, where we can have the authority to promulgate the rules after the federal guidelines come out, we could possibly have that ready uh, for s- spring planting
0: next, next year. That's pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. A- and is are one of the goals to ha- is to have Texas as w- one of the larger suppliers of hemp? Obviously, we, we would be, yeah. more than likely, as large state and as large
1: an ag culture state as mm-hmm. you know, we are. Uh, we're, we're second in agricultural production to California. I hate being second to California, oh, but they have an 80, $80 billion dollar wine industry that we don't. Yeah, Other course. than that, we'd wax them. I mean, we'd wipe, wipe them out.
0: Yeah, we're growing our
1: wine though. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we got about three billion dollar wine, yeah. industry, and we're growing. Yeah, yeah, we're up to about five hundred wineries across the state. So uh, that's kind of where we are.
0: Yeah, and how's our how's our uh, um... This might be a touchy subject and we don't have to talk about it, but how's our meat industry looking like? Is it still good? We're still, oh, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. number one there?
1: We're by far—we actually have—we uh, talk about beef. You mm-hmm. know, we're number one in beef production. Actually, we have twice as many as a second-place stuff. Okay. So if you took all the beef in Texas and turned it into quarter-pound hamburg, we all know what a quarter-pounder is, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're not an ag, you know what a quarter-pounder yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you laid those end-to-end, they'd reach all the way around the earth. 400 times. It's like a hamburger super highway all the oh, way around wow. the earth. That's how many cattle we've got. In Texas. Yeah, yeah, we have, we do have a lot of
0: cattle and I'm 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 glad we do because at least for my brand it's very associated with grilling and meat and and it's it's just been a tradition in my family and a lot of my family friends, so I I'm glad you know, to be a part of it. I'm glad you, I've got some of your product now because last night
1: I grilled ribeyes and filets. Oh. I I could have used it.
0: Yeah. Now you're going to have to grill again. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. I will. I promise
0: I yeah. will. Well, um, I think I think that's all I had in mind. Did Do you think we missed anything? Should we, any shout-outs we How have to you hear? Anything, anything no? we need to talk
1: about that we yeah.
0: missed? Yeah, so I guess for, for you listeners out there, I think we convinced you enough to go become a GoTexan member. Yeah. Um, very helpful community. Tons and tons and tons of resources. It's definitely brought me a lot of success it's brought a lot of my colleagues um, and you've heard other founders on here talk about what the go texan program has done for them so if you're not a go texan member yet become one so um, the whole state can see what you have to offer and again sid miller thank you for coming on the show we we loved having you thank you appreciate it if we can ever help you just
1: call me from the gas pump
0: oh i will i will (laughs) (laughs) thank you again commissioner miller I appreciate you taking a moment from your busy schedule to talk with me about the Go Texan program and how Texas is making its mark globally as a leader in agriculture and soon-to-be innovator in hemp. The Packing Taste team includes me, Axel Brave, producer Mariah Gossett, and audio engineer Jake Wallace. Thank you everyone at Founding Media for your support. If you guys have really been enjoying the show, I would love if you guys left us a comment or subscribed. Maybe even share the show with one of your coworkers, family members, or any other foodie fan in your life. Until next time, thanks for listening. Also, if you guys are still listening and are really enjoying the Founding Media Podcast Network, you should totally check out A Positive Influence. It's about how influencers work in the media industry.